What's up, everybody? This is Clark Schmidt here, pitcher for the New York Yankees, and you are listening to the boys of 161st Street, the greatest Yankee podcast in the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. All right, welcome back to another Roll Call episode of the Boys of 161st Street. 15 minutes on the clock starts now. This one's all about Clark Schmidt. I'm very excited about this one. This one is the, uh, you know, it's one of the more fun ones that we're going to do. There's a lot of narratives, a lot of storylines, you know. I think I have my highest expectations for him out of any of the ones. Like, highest versus probably what the projections are. So... I guess opening thoughts on Clark Schmidt. Do you want to start with the stats, or do you have anything else in mind, Chandler? Because <laughs> you usually I don't good. think you should. <laughs> that was rude. Um, no, I think you, you had a good thing to start on the on the DJ episode. So, well, that was big. There. I mean, that just painted such a big picture. I think DJ's or not DJ Clark's going to be very uh, speculative. I'm interested to see what the rest of you guys have to say. I said a lot on the last like full episode about Clark and kind of where I thought he fit in. Um, basically what you said, though, I'm, I'm pretty bullish on him as well. I think a full season as a starter would do him a lot of justice. Uh, I, I don't know. We can get more into the nitty-gritty. Yeah. I don't think the numbers really will do it any favors because, I mean, he, he had a fine year as a reliever, but he's not a reliever. It's a totally different game, especially for a young pitcher who was brought up to be a starter. So he was raised his first half of his minor league career to be a starter so uh there's no there there's no real projections i mean obviously we'll go over them but i don't really think that the projections have carry any weight hearsay hearsay uh, is your fiance a lawyer she is i can tell i i I don't i feel we talked about this on an episode or if we were just talking about this by ourselves but uh we all just realized that Clark Schmidt was 27 years old. Yeah, I mentioned which, that last episode. He just well, turned 27. Episode. So, with that being said, this is his fucking year. It's like, time. This, this, it's time. This is his year. He's got to fucking show up. He's got to get consistent playing time. He's got to get consistent starts. And Well, everything uh, you just mentioned yeah. is not, is out of his control. So I'm aware. I'm not saying say he's got to. He's got to. He's got to. He's got to. They got to. They got to. They got to. Saying, well, you know, he's got to be given the opportunity. Right. For well, he's got to. He's got to earn the opportunity. He has to more than earn the opportunity if it's going to even have a sh- chance of happening. Because it seems like the Yankee way is to stick with the guy who's been mediocre at the big level rather than give somebody else a shot. We've seen it over and over again. And Boone said today showed reluctance today about this six-man rotation that we talked about yesterday and you know it's uh if it's between herman and clark schmidt he needs to you know be lights out in spring training to really make that roster spot which i think he can do especially with the cutter i think that's why he developed the cutter i think that that was what i was gonna get into next i think i think the writing was on the wall i think he knew it i think he needed to add a a different element to his game um i mean the cutter so far it's early but we, we mentioned on the last full episode that it has comparable spin rate early on to Corbin Burns' cutter, and that's one of, one of the most wipeout pitches in baseball. 
And Clark Schmidt, I, I, I buy into that because, and I read into that because Clark Schmidt has always been a a spin rate, a uh, just what's the what's the word? It's a Z movement or just like a, he's a tinker slider guy. The yeah, the move he he's always been a guy who has a lot of break. It's, I just had a brain fart. Um, but there's a different fun like analytic that I will think about later and bring it back up. But I, I'm just saying. I think he will be successful with this pitch. I think it's just like when you're going between Domingo Herman and Clark Schmidt, like I feel like there's no debate here. One of them, one of them's a bad guy too. One of them's a good guy. So you know, <laughs> he had that to the, to the resume for Clark. I don't know. That was a joke, but I'm just saying he's shown that he can do it on the major league level. Just give him consistent starts. And I mean, the dude's 27. He, he can handle it. Just, the the biggest letdown in the world would be is if he does he like gets move around from the pen to starting and just like well, yeah, I think he also starts. has minor like he could he has minor league options. I think apparently after today, if he does, I think they're more likely to have him in the minors as rotation depth than in the bullpen to start out the year. If he does, I, w- I would rather see him at this point. Either make him your five starter or trade him. Like. I, I think you would be doing, and here's the thing. I think by signing Rodon, even with the Montas injury, you have enough depth and you have enough, you have enough bandwidth, I guess, in your first four starters that you can afford to take a flyer on Clark Schmidt. And on top of that, Domingo Herman has proven that he could be a bullpen guy. We all thought until 2019, the next man up shit, when he became our ace, uh, we all thought he was going to be a long reliever anyway. Like he's proven that time and time again, that he can be an effective long reliever. Why not give the guy with the higher ceiling an opportunity, especially when you're rolling out Cole Rodon, Nestor and Sevy as your first four. Right. And, and, and the Montas injury just cleared the way for him. He's out for the entire year. So I don't see a world. It's, it's him versus Domingo. Like you said, the, the bullpen thing, even if that wasn't, in consideration, even if Domingo wasn't better in the bullpen, which he is, so he we can afford that luxury, I still would take Clark Schmidt over him. Like even if we had a packed bullpen, which we don't, it might be one of our our weaker spots. We'll get into that on the other roll calls, but maybe not. I don't know. We'll get into that. In a, we'll unpack that somewhere somewhere else because Chandler looks like he's gonna have an aneurysm. But I, I just think even if like all else equal, I would still take Clark. With that being said, do we think it's gonna happen? Do we think he's gonna be the fifth starter? No I was going to say, I think that's the most interesting. If you, you know, if you listen to the other roll car calls, we do like a zips over under ordeal. I think that's the best over under is percentage chance. He cracks the opening day roster. Okay. So over under 50%. Do you think he's going to crack the opening day roster? Yeah. And have a legitimate every started. five days. What? Zips projects 12 games started for him. That's I don't care what Zip. Season. I don't care what Zip says about Clark Schmidt. Um, no, no offense to you, Murph. I just don't think that anybody. You can't project. You like I said, you can't project this. Like, yeah, no. I agree. There are people with a bigger sample size. You can it put just for, it was just for a little like context into what yeah. the expectation is. Well, they have to put twelve because if you put thirty, then you're like, what the? F- like, what do these guys know? Yeah. And then you, if you put zero again, like that's just that is literally them putting twelve games is the equivalent of us saying on here there's nothing to like there's no way to project it he could have anywhere between five and 30 
Here's his projection. I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go ahead and spoil it. His projection is a four ERA and 12 starts. So basically league average of every single thing, every stat you can think of is just like a, fuck it, we're just going to put him here and see what happens. Yeah. So, I mean, you can even see on the projection on baseball reference, at least, they have the reliability percentage. There's a 41% reliability. And just for, <laughs> just for reference, other ones we've looked at, like DJ and Sten, have had like 80-something percent because – they're in their 13th season for each of them. They're both 34. Like, there's a lot of sample size, Murph, to, to back that up. So 40, 41% take those with a grain of salt. Honestly, let's stop talking about the projections. I, I project him to, let's let's set our own lines. I think the over-under on starts, and maybe this is this is weird because it's what I would want to do and what I, like, I think they should do, but will they do it is the question. I, I would like to see him get at least 15, 16 starts. I, w- I want him to be legitimately in this rotation. Yeah. I think he's going to get 25 plus if he makes the rotation. And I think if he makes it out of camp, he's going to end up being probably. It's hard to project like two, three, four stars because basically we have two aces and three, two starters. So. If Clark Schmidt turns out what he's supposed to be. I mean, people forget he was our number two prospect for two or yeah. three years. I, just, I have it up right here. 20 and 20 and 20. Yeah. 2020 and 2021. He was our number two back to 2019. He was number five. Like he's been a top five prospect in our organization for years now. And that's as a starting pitcher, not as a reliever. So I think if he, and he profiles as a high end two, three starter. So if he full season, shock me if we have ace ace carlos rodon and garrett cole two starter two starter and sevi and uh nestor nestor and then you have a three starter or a low-end two starter and clark schmidt i have that much confidence in him coming and starting games rather than coming out of the bullpen yeah i have more confidence in him showing up when given the opportunity than i do in the yankees for giving him the opportunity well said that's very very well said um one thing also i will say is injuries happen so when that happens when and if that happens i should say i mean that that bumps that number up for the start so he he is one injury away from like definitely being in the rotation you know like it'd be domingo and him is the four five um but even without injuries i still think he should be in the rotation and be every fifth day um yeah i mean this kind of of goes hand in hand with what we were saying before um about yankees not giving young guys their their shot not even uh, a young guy anymore though he's he's not a young cat no but like i know but in in, in the yankee world he's a young guy i think this is the year that you have to start giving this to start establishing him like you said merv like it's he's had five starts for his entire career yeah that's crazy the best thing, I mean, I, this cutter I have a lot of weight into. Like, I feel like that's going to be the maker, how effective that is and how well he can actually work it in because, obviously, it's really exciting. He threw two innings and it looked great. But that's what's going to separate him and turn him into that fringe two-three star that Chandler was mentioning versus if he didn't develop that pitch, I don't think this would be much of a conversation. Yeah, and look, just, at, look at one thing. Look at, you know, Mike King. Mike King is a young guy, and now they have the they they rely on him as one of the top arms, and I have him very high on the trust tree, if not at the top, which we should do that on the next episode. But like Mike King developed a new pitch, he's he learned it from uh, from Corey Kluber, he learned the Kluber ball, and then 
overnight he turns into this ridiculously effective and dominant pitcher. There's no secret. It's like you have to have in the MLB, you have to have a lot of different pitches. You have to have a huge pitch mix and they have to be good. So adding this cutter is not only effective just because the cutter is effective. It's effective because the pitch mix is now one pitch larger and there's one other option that it'll have. And one other thing that a hitter will have to guess. So that's my favorite pitch mix in baseball is that sinker slider change up. And then if you throw a cutter into that, that's like that next level. And then he still does throw the four seamer. So, I mean, if you can really, I mean, he's a sinker ball pitcher. We know that, but the cutter brings a whole different aspect to that. If he can actually work it in a way that it seems like he will. He has a pitch that can basically move in every direction. I love it. One thing that bothers me a lot with Clark Schmidt, and I think it's totally unfair. I think he has a bad rap with Yankees fans, and this has nothing to do with this thing. It's just something I wanted to bring up because if you're one of those people that hates Clark Schmidt because he came in an Astros game one in the ALCS and kind of blew it. But just, I guess, just think about this. He is not a reliever by trade. So strike one there, they're punting these games or throwing him in high leverage situations that he has no experience in. And when you do throw him in there, it's all these spots. He has no chance to build his confidence. He has no chance to build himself up in this role. It's kind of, I, that's my biggest hill that I'm going to die on with Clark Schmidt is that this is not the role that earned him that number two prospect ranking. It's not as a reliever, like, I don't, I don't know. You can go from star reliever. Look at Jonathan the wise again. It, it can be super successful, but for some guys that just doesn't work and it just doesn't play. It works for Jonathan the wise because he throws 102 with 17 inches of movement each way. Clark Schmidt's not that guy. Yeah. It seems like that's their formula. They just automatically, Oh, young guy, let's put him in the bullpen and it might just ruin some pitchers. Like I mean, it was worth a shot to try to get him on the mound and into the big leagues. Cause he clearly had the stuff to be there. It did. But now at this point, it didn't work. Don't do it again. But give me that. You're, you're, right, you're right. Worth a shot. But, they, but do you remember what, what situation they put him in in the playoffs? No, no, no. I'm not talking loaded? about that. I'm not talking about that situation specifically. But just in, in terms yeah. of the relieving in general, like they they needed it. arms in the bullpen, and he he made sense to give it a shot. Wasn't that his know? debut too? His major league debut was against the Orioles in 2020, out of the bullpen, bases loaded, up by one. <laughs> I remember it vividly because I love Clark Set Schmidt. For like, success. And, Clark his, Schmidt. and also his first start in the playoffs was bases loaded coming out of the bullpen. Yep. Against the Astros. In the, or maybe this was somewhere else. But Dude, they, I remember they talking him. about that. And I I, we literally said verbatim, they fucking hate him. Like, they have given him time and time again every opportunity to fuck up. He, he truly had an uphill battle through age 27. So I hope I hope this is a much... Uh, more regular year, year for him for his sake because like, like you said if they don't like just trade him just and it, it, like that doesn't make sense from a business perspective they're not going to trade him but like for his career trajectory he needs to get some action i really do if, think he, he can work his way I, I like it's cautious optimism but i, I don't know i really do think he might be the five starter and i'm fully confident if he is I know ship. I believe this to my core. If Clark Schmidt was not in the Yankees minor league system, he would be a hundred million dollar pitcher going into free agency. That's a, it's a bold claim, but how many more years of control does he have? Good question. While we're looking that up, it's kind of interesting when you look back at the Montas trade now, because we would, 
Waldachuk would be right in the same conversation. Glad he's not for Clark's for Clark's sake. He would be in the bullpen this, if that's the case. This is Clark's last year as a Yankee. As a Yankee? Oh wait, no, no, no. He's pre-arbitration. No fucking way. Yeah, I mean, he's only been since 2018, right? So when does he become a free agent? It'd be, I guess, when he's like 30 or 32, huh? What? That can't be right. Yeah, I mean, arbitration is fucking terrible. I mean, it, it, I think he came out of college, right, in 2018. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, I mean, he was 24 in 2020, so he kind of started a little later. But I don't know. Anywho, that was uh, Clark Schmidt. Very high hopes. Just don't put him in the bullpen, please. What do you put your percentage out of him? Let the kids cracking play. the day as the as the five starter. I'm gonna put it at at 75. percent I think he's. I think it's. I think this is his year. I really do. I think I think the my MO this season is and, and and the reason why I'm confident in this year, I guess I'll just tie it back to the whole Yankees, is it's not just taking the same formula and running it back if you let the kids play. Because now you're taking the best of what we had before in the veterans and bringing back Judge and adding Rodon and those guys, and you're sprinkling in the youth that we saw last year and saw in, in years past, but with the addition of top prospects now in Volpe in Peraza and Oswaldo from last year and adding Clark Schmidt in a real role in a real capacity and consistently. I think that is what makes me confident in this Yankees team over the last one, even though it does seem like it's relatively similar with the addition of Rodon. It, it's, it's really not when you, if you give the kids a chance and that's, that's what I, that's my words of yeah. wisdom to the Yankees front office and coaching staff. Let me add one thing to this before we wrap up. <clears throat> Letting Clark Schmidt get some run as a starter gives you insurance for next year when you have Luis Severino as a free agent and you've got contracts expiring as we get further and you have no minor league pitching depth at the high levels because you traded it all for Montas, uh, Efros, and um, Benintendi. Clark Schmidt, if you give him run this year, you have him as an option going forward. And I think... Thing. Like it just it makes so much sense to me for not just this year but 2024, yeah. 25, etc. So it's a smart business move to give him to. It's an itch that you need to scratch. Otherwise, you haven't even dis- seen what he can do, and then you you'll find out what he can do on another team against you. So who, who is our highest pitching prospect? Is it Warren? Will Warren? Peter? Warren? What's I think Peter's. So what's what's Warren? I think he was top ten. I think nine. Take in a second. They just updated it today, so. Uh, do, do, do. Anywho, well, so while you're looking is, that this up, is, this is a great. We can great uh, we can add this. <laughs> we can put the answer to this trivia question on our story. So that was Clark Schmidt. We'll see you guys. In the- Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.